Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to That Triathlon Show, the podcast presented by scientifictriathlon.com. I'm your host, Michael Eriksson, and this episode is Beginner Tip 6, where I'll talk about slow and steady endurance training versus interval training. So this comes about from a listener question from Antoine from Switzerland, which is, by the way, a country where I've, li- I've lived and uh, I really loved it there. I lived in Lausanne during my uh, exchange semester uh, back in the day, five years ago, four years ago. And uh, Antoine writes, one thing I would be curious to hear about as a beginner is uh, endurance versus interval training in all three disciplines. So that is a great topic and uh, I'm very happy to to bring this topic up on one of these beginner tips. I'll share my quick thoughts but uh, I'll caveat it by saying that there's just no one-size-fits-all answer to this question or this topic as is the case with most training questions of course but these are just kind of thought processes that you can use but at the end of the day there's uh, there, there's no formula for how to how to go about this. But the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing, as is uh, commonly said. And uh, that main thing, when it comes to triathlon training, is consistency. So interval workouts, they won't make up for losing consistency and missing workouts. That's just the way the world works in endurance sports. The second thing when you start out is uh, that you need, that is another secondary main thing, sort of, is to learn technique, especially for swimming, but also running and, and cycling. So that doesn't mean that you need to do only technique training until it's perfect, because it never will be. But in the very, very early days, technique training definitely should take a priority, and it should take a priority over intervals. But interval workouts do have their place. And if you want to get faster, you definitely should be doing them. And you can be introducing them pretty early. You just need, and that, that depends a bit on your background and your what kind of athlete you are. But you, you need to balance this interval training with building an aerobic base and with improving your technique. And make sure that you don't overdo the inter- intervals so that you get injured. So let's t- pick it uh, one uh, one discipline at a time and and start to pick this topic apart a little bit in more detail. So in swimming, a good way to make sure that you never learn to swim faster is to always swim at the same steady pace in training. Do not do that. So while you will dedicate time to technique training as a beginner, a lot of it depending on where you are and, and how good or bad your technique is, you will also start introducing some fast speed work. It doesn't always have to be structured intervals when you start out, but when you get a bit further along and and you have some basic technique nailed down and you're swimming sort of, it's easy enough for you to, you can complete the distances, no problem that you're training for, but you maybe have just that one gear, uh, then you can introduce more structured intervals as well. Uh, but anyway, you can have some speed work, some sort of speed work, almost every workout if you want to. And uh, and maybe one of your weekly workouts is uh, the main speed or interval session of the week. So I would err on the side of shorter intervals to make sure that you can keep up a strong, strong pace and hold good form and technique and not fall into a slow and steady distance pace. So so those intervals might be just 25s, 50s, 75s and maybe 100s. Uh, and, but 
play around with uh, the recoveries and the number of intervals to to make the workouts different, more challenging, more demanding as you progress. Uh, and uh, that's uh, about it. What I would say for swimming definitely, definitely include speed work, but don't try to do four times 500 because then it won't be effective interval training for you at your when you're a beginner definitely not so rather you would do if you want to do 2000 meters of intervals maybe you can do that if you have a decent technique by all means go for it but do it as 40 times 50 meter instead and then you maybe just have 50 uh, sorry five second recoveries so very short recoveries but that will allow you to do each 50 as a fresh start with new with a new renewed focus on technique and holding that technique and form throughout so it will be so much more beneficial all right so in cycling you can actually add intervals pretty darn quickly without much downside i would say it's uh cycling is not a weight-bearing sport and you don't need to work on technique the way that you do in swimming because it's pretty simple to be honest so but one of the best ways to start out is to like get natural intervals as part of either group rides or rides on hilly courses so Group rides are great because then you'll also learn some riding skills, bike handling skills at the same time. And if you take your turn to pull the group, then you will get that as a natural interval. You will be doing harder work when you're at the front of the group. And then you go back, you rotate through and you go back to the back of the pack and and then there's somebody else's turn to do their interval. And also there may be some... uh, some changes in pace in of the entire group and then you'll have to work hard to keep up but then they go slow stop for coffee all that good stuff and uh, you'll get a natural great group ride uh, great for technique handling skills and also to get in some intense training but also endurance because they're usually they can be pretty long so so that's a great mix and i would highly recommend that also if you go on and ride on hilly courses then uh riding those hills up you'd don't really need to even though we talk about sometimes that to pace yourself i would say that you can go for it and make those hills like harder like attack them if you have one session per week for example that is a harder session go and ride that hilly course and go with the intention of attacking all the hills on the course and and really making it hard and then recover on the downhills and and on the flats of course you can also introduce structured intervals maybe on the turbo trainer the indoor trainer something like five times three minutes at a very hard effort those sorts of things but again uh, intervals is not an excuse to miss consistency and uh, you can if you do just interval training then chances are you have a limited ceiling for improvement you also need to work on volume and and also just for the sake of recovering properly and not having fatigue accumulate and and that's the case whether it's cycling running or swimming but especially especially running and cycling is the second most fatigue accumulating sport and the swimming is the third it's pretty easy to recover from swimming so that's why i say that you can do speed work every session a little bit of it even though a session may be mainly technique but then towards the end do 10 25s or something like that anyway that was uh, cycling and uh, i think that uh, try try to mix things up that's one last thing about it and don't do the exact same thing every time have one weekly workout that is your interval workout but mix it up and it's definitely worth doing a time trial to to set your heart rate zones or if you have a power meter set your power zones go to that triathlon show episode 29 to learn more about training zones and i'll link to that 
And it will also, it, you can find it on scientifictriathlon.com forward slash TTS29. So some example, okay, let me give you some example intervals. So you can do semi-long intervals in zone three, and these can be like eight to 15 minutes long. You can do uh, three, four, five of them, depending on what your level is on the bike. And and you can have moderate or short-ish uh, recoveries between them. It depends a bit on how hard you go within zone three. And uh, or you can do slightly shorter threshold intervals around your your threshold, your anaerobic threshold. So they might be five to ten minutes in duration. And then finally, you can have really hard zone five intervals. And heart rate isn't really useful there. You just need to pace yourself, go by effort, one to five minute intervals as hard as you can for the amount of intervals that you have. A classic one is five or six times three minutes. On the run, it's definitely worth having your coach or somebody else checking that your running form is cleared for intervals before starting. I would say that definitely, as I talked about in the last beginner tip, the biggest risk for most beginners is overstriding, not landing underneath your hip, but landing in front of your hip, and that uh, sends a lot of impact through your joints, your bones, and your soft and connective tissue. The impact is very big because you're kind of breaking every single step. So, so you need to be careful with that. And so running is definitely a sport where you need to be much more careful with introducing intervals compared to the bike. And uh, take, take a slow, progressive, gradual approach, of course. Focus a bit more on the aerobic base, definitely, than uh, the intervals. But let's say that you run an easy endurance uh, workout, an aerobic base, build that for one month or so without any problems. Then I think that you can uh, you can try to start incorporating some intervals in one of your weekly workouts. Again, just one, and the rest will be all easy aerobic. Uh, and uh, my recommendations for beginners would be to either do fart leg workouts or heel repeats. So fart leg workouts they're kind of what I just uh, described on the on the bike, like the group rides. Do you have uh, unstructured speed play? That's uh, fart leg means speed play. It's a Swedish word actually, but. Uh, so you, you can vary the speeds. You don't need to have specific targets and the distances and durations. Like uh, running from uh, lamppost uh, to, to lamppost to streetlight to streetlight. Is lamppost a word? I'm not sure. Uh, streetlight to streetlight and, uh, and then recover easily for two streetlights. And then you run hard from to the next one. And or you can go by time. So let's say that you want to do one minute and then you go two minutes easy and then you do a minute and a half and then you go two minutes easy and then you go two minutes hard and two minutes easy again. You, and, and keep doing that for, for a while. It's a whole lot of fun. You can get creative. There's no right or wrong there. One example that I like to give with athletes that are starting with me or just getting back into intense training after a slightly easier training maybe in the off season is just 10 times one minute and I don't give them any target paces. I just say go out and run fast but relaxed and, and then they have two minutes recovery in between. The other example would be heel repeats. It's great muscular training and the interplay between the neuro, uh, the neural system and the muscles is great. You recruit a lot of muscles, so your neuromuscular interplay uh, is developed here. And, and there's also less impact when you're running uphill because you can even walk on the downhill recoveries, so it will be a very much reduced impact. So if you're injury-prone, hill repeats is uh, a great tip. So you can do similar kinds of of workouts like 10 times one minute as i just mentioned or six times two minutes five times three minutes depends on how long a, a hill you have and just go by 
by effort or you can go by heart rate like zone four zone five even though a heart rate probably won't catch up in time if you do short ish intervals so i would go more by effort again like on the bike as i described as hard as you can for the number of intervals you have but pace yourself don't blow it all on the first interval uh you need you want to be able to finish strong So to sum up, intervals are definitely good for beginners, but it depends a bit on your technique, especially on the swim and the run, uh, and how injury-prone you are for when and to what extent you introduce it. They should never be an excuse to stray away from consistency, skip technique work, or skip building an aerobic base. Do your easy work easy, your hard work hard. That's a good principle to follow. And... uh, You should see it as one piece of the endurance sports puzzle and introduce it with a view to the balance of your total training within each discipline and overall in your triathlon training. So I know that this is not a super clear answer because there is no every athlete is individual. That's why coaching is so, so useful, so beneficial. But I hope that this gives you some ideas on how to think about it and in the different disciplines. And definitely, as a beginner, you can and should introduce interval training, but you need to, you need to really think carefully about how you do that. I hope that you enjoyed this beginner tip. One more piece of related listening is The Beginner's Guide to Training Plans, episode 84, that I'll also link to, or scientifictriathlon.com forward slash TTS84. As always, you can contact me and send me questions that I'll cover on these beginner tips on michael at scientifictriathlon.com or tweet me on Twitter where my handle is at SciTriat. Next Friday, you'll hear a beginner tip about training for a sprint distance race and how to structure your training and your training plan for that. If you like this, the beginner tips and that triathlon show in general, it would be so, so, so kind if you could go to iTunes and rate and review the show. It really, really helps me get the word out, get more listeners, and which helps me with everything from finding great guests to getting sponsors, which at the end of the day helps me keep the show running. So definitely to make sure that the show is sustainable long-term, rating and review on iTunes is one of the best things that you can do to help out. So I would really, really appreciate that. And one other thing that I always appreciate is you listening in and training smart. Keep doing that and keep loving triathlon.